lovelies, hey roommates, hey world changers, hey family. Thank you so much for joining us today on Moving Into Purpose podcast. Listen, we are still on the the series Receiving Principles. And today we're going to be talking about a quiet heart. The two episodes that we did on the series, we're supposed to be doing, doing four. This is the third one. We did two episodes on how to receive from God through worship. And the other one is how to receive from God through an open heart. Today, we'll be looking on a quiet heart. And I had loved those two episodes, to be honest. They're so powerful, you know, insightful. And, you know, the Lord spoke, trust me. The Lord spoke to many hearts and we can truly testify that we have been blessed, even myself, by listening to receiving principles. How to receive from God. I believe that we're in a time of also receiving from the Holy Spirit. For some it's restoration, like myself, you know, and for others, this will be a season of revelation and great insight, right? And so, how do we truly receive from God? That's still a question that we're asking and we're still looking on how to receive from God. So today we're going to be talking about how to receive from God to the quietness of the heart. And I'm going to be giving you four principles on how to receive from God through the quietness of the heart. So I hope this episode blessed you. I hope you share to your friends, to your Christian friends, and for the growing Christians, the newbies share. They need to know how to steal their souls. And so guys, let's start. Catch you on this episode on A Quiet Heart. You know, <laughs> since of late, and let me not say since of late, but from the start of this year, I have realized that the Lord has begun something new. Um, not just in my life, but I believe many um, in the body of Christ, they have been experiencing this sort of um, removing so that he can refill us, you know, um, you know, just to give us an upgrade. That's what I'd say, right? And I've been feeling that very much since of late. So I've seen a tremendous change in how I do, how I pray, how I, you know, do a lot of stuff in my um, daily walk with the Holy Spirit. And I've been grateful for it because now I'm seeing how to truly do the things that I need to do. Now I'm more reliant on the Holy Spirit to help me to go through this daily walk with him. You know, um, this year I've experienced, you know, tremendous, and let me use the word tremendous because it's a lot of changes. Even in my worship life, let me just start there. You know, you know, where I'm not just worshiping from my lips, you know, but my heart is in it. I'm truly learning how to, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 I'm truly grasping the understanding of just worshiping God from the posture of your heart or the position of your heart, you know, because um, the Holy Spirit has really helped me to really worship him from my heart. You know, there's a lot of stuff happening, but one thing I'm grateful for for this year is the fact that I'm more yielded to him. You know, the fact that I am learning how to yield my members, how to yield myself to the person of the Holy Spirit. Before, it was a struggle. Before, I didn't know how to really do that. 
But I feel the Lord is calling me, and even this year greatly, to be more yielded to Him. He's calling me yielded vessels. And I've said it, and I just love to reiterate it right here so that we can understand, you know, what He's expecting from us. You know, so today we're going to be talking about a quiet heart. How to truly quiet our hearts. How to receive from the Holy Spirit by being quiet in the heart. You know, a lot of times our surroundings are quiet, you know, but or internally, internally there's a war. There's no stillness. There's no peace within our soul to receive from the Holy Spirit. And so we might say, as we hear the topic, you know, a quiet heart, we think about just a quiet surroundings. No, it's not about a quiet surroundings. Because your surroundings can be noisy, but inside is stillness. You know what I mean? And so we're going to be looking at that. How to truly be still in the heart so that the Holy Spirit can speak um, to us. You know, I'm just going to share something here before I get into that. The past years, right, I didn't understand the trueness or the, the truth of being still in the heart. And I wasn't so still, by the way. But since this year, I feel this sort of stillness within my soul, within my heart, like never before. And when we are still within the hearts, within the minds, you know, within our soul, we are able to hear from him clearly. We're able to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. When he speaks, we hear him. You know, when he's doing things in the atmosphere, we can sense it. So, Jesus, oh, glory. We can sense it. We can feel him moving. Because we are quiet in the heart. And I've been feeling that since of late. You know, we sing this song, Be still, my soul. Be still and know that he is God. And we sing it over and over and over. <laughs> we sing that song over and over and over and over again. And we says, be, we, we, we would say, be still my soul. Be still and know that he is God. But do we truly understand the true nature of what it is to be still in the soul? You know, Psalms 37 and 7 says, Be quiet in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prospers or fret about their wicked schemes. It says, be quiet, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. And so then we see that stillness, our quiet heart, is not about how noisy or how, 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 how our surrounding is really. It's about internally what's going on within us. You know, we're going to be looking at how to quiet the heart. And the first pointer that I want to make on how to quiet our heart to hear from the Lord is through biblical meditation. Yes, through biblical meditation. And when I'm Speaking on biblical meditation, I'm not talking about just being quiet and reciting a few scriptures or whatever. The scripture says in Psalms 1 and 2, and we, we, see, we love Psalms 1 so much, you know, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, 
and in his law he meditates day and night. That's what the scripture says in Psalms 1, right? In Psalm 1. And so when we meditate biblically, we meditate upon the scriptures quietly while praying and asking the Holy Spirit to fill us with wisdom and understanding. So a part of biblical meditation is refilling. Is refilling. So one of the things that we'll realize through biblical meditation is that our understanding, wisdom, and revelation will be one of the, how do I say it now? It will be one of the things that we get from biblical meditation. And so when we meditate upon God's word, it is imperative that we ask the Holy Spirit, fill us, give us wisdom, give us understanding. So that when we study the word of God, we can get the revelation from the scriptures. Open our eyes. Paul says, uh, open the eyes of my understanding. And so when we biblically meditate, it does work upon our eyes, upon our understanding. We are enlightened. And as I said, it's not about sitting down silently and reciting anything. It's about reflecting on God's truth, reflecting, meditating on God's laws. Biblical meditation is intentional, taking captive the thoughts of the mind. And so meditation, it's one of the ways that we abide in God. And so if you want that stillness within your heart, you want that stillness within your mind, that peace, one of the ways that you can achieve that is through biblical meditation. You know, Psalms 119, 149 says, My eyes are awake through the night, through the night watch, that I may meditate upon your word. Let me read that again. It says, my eyes are awake through the night watch, that I may meditate upon your word. Right? And so meditation, it happens anytime, in the morning, in the night, however we are led. There's a lot of times for us, you know, we experience when the Holy Spirit, you know, wake us up in the night or whatever. I've experienced that so many times, I can't count. Yeah? So it happens anytime, anytime you can meditate upon the words of the Lord. And so you want a quiet heart. You want a place where the Lord, the Holy Spirit can feed you. Biblical meditation, number one. Number two, through worship. You know, one of the things that I love about worship is that it helps you to Empty your soul from the heaviness of life. A lot of us, we carry a lot of different baggages. So there's an inter, inter, internal war going on because, you know, we have rejection issues. We have all of these hurt, pain, bitterness, all of these stuff, offense, harboring. And that's the importance of David saying to the Lord, cleanse me in Psalm 51, purge me with Isa and I shall be clean. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
So purging is a part of quieting the heart. When you are able to say to the Lord, purge me, cleanse my heart, try me, cleanse my soul. Then the Lord will begin to cleanse you and then quietness comes, peace comes. And so through worship, you can empty the soul from the heaviness of life. And when we talk about the soul, we talk about the mind, the will, the emotion, and the intellect, right? So when you come in worship, you begin to empty the mind. Empty the emotions, all of what you've been through today, yesterday, and however, forevermore. You know, <laughs> you can empty those stuff through worship. And then the Lord, whoo, glory, the Holy Spirit will begin to come and fill you, right? And that's the importance of worship. The scripture says he has given us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And so we are able to worship. One of the things that I love to tell believers, even in this time, and I've been experiencing this where whenever my emotions have been corrupted through hurt or through anything, you know, that I go through in life, it ampers on my worship. I begin to realize that my heart is so filled with a lot of stuff that truly I can't get hold. But when I begin to tap into worship, then there's an emptiness that comes. You know, the Lord starts emptying me. And then he, he begins to refill me, right? So that's number two, through worship. Number three, through humility. You know, and you may ask yourself, how does that even help with a quiet heart? But when we can come to the Lord in humility, when we can humble ourselves before the Lord, then he's able to do what he desires to do with us so that he can get his desire out of us, right? And so the third point is humility. And the fourth point is rightfully positioning God upon the throne of our hearts. And if you ask many of us in this time or whenever, we can truly tell you that, oh, you know, something else has taken the throne of my heart. But if that's the case, it simply means that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, cannot get to penetrate the areas of your heart because there's an idol. And so, in order for you to truly quiet that place of the heart, you have to rightfully position God upon the throne of your heart. Some of us, the Lord has been placed somewhere else but the heart. Self and other things begins to take the place of the Lord in our hearts. And if the Lord cannot have our hearts, then there's no quietness. There's no stillness. There's no peace to truly hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And if you ask me, I'd tell you that the reason why many of us struggle to hear him is not that he's not speaking. It's not that he's not communicating with us on a daily basis. It's just that there's a lot of war that has been going on on the inside of us. And so in order for us to truly be still in the heart and be quiet to hear him and to receive from the Holy Spirit, we must ensure that these four things are in alignment. We must ensure that we are biblically meditating, that we are in worship with him daily. We're humbling ourselves before him. And that is rightfully positioned on the throne of our hearts. You know, 
the Lord speaks and we'll hear him clearly when our heart is quiet, when we're in that quiet place with him. That's when we receive things from him. And that's when we also give back to him from our hearts. Give him what it is due unto him. Due worship. Praying. Or vows before the Lord. And so I want you to meditate upon these four things that I've listed. And how to truly quiet your heart. And be in a position and a place of expectancy. Oh, Jesus. That when you begin to quiet your heart, then the Holy Spirit begins to come down and begin to fill you and begin to give to you and begin to you begin to receive from Him the goodness and the fruitfulness of His Spirit into your lives. And so, Lord, I just want to thank you for the many hearts that have listened and the those who have listened to understand how to truly quiet their hearts to hear you. Lord, I thank you for future growth. I thank you for understanding. I thank you, Lord, that even as we quiet ourselves to hear you, hallelujah, that even as we quiet ourselves to receive from your spirit, that even as we open our hearts to be expectant of what you'll do, that you will minister to our lives, that you will minister to our souls, that you will be glorified within us. That you will begin to be glorified on the throne of our hearts, even as we put you on the rightful place in our hearts. We just declare, Holy Spirit, that you'll be glorified. We declare, Lord, that you'll be magnified, that you'll be praised, that you'll be worshipped, that you'll be adored. That we will learn to receive from your spirit by being quiet to hear you. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, Spirit of the living God, I thank you for the many hearts that you will touch. I thank you for the many lives that will be transformed by a quiet heart. By learning to be still in your presence. Lord, begin to fill them. Lord, begin to fill them. Lord, begin to fill us up with more of you. With your grace, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Until next time.